And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? This is Andrew, your host for today's episode of Startup Hustle, founder of Marknology, here with the founder of InReach, Chris Freiberger. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Glad to have you. We've been uh, friends, colleagues, um, you know, business partners in a way in a few in a few arrangements for quite a while. Um, I'm excited to get a little bit into your backstory. Before we do, let's give a shout out to our sponsor for today's show, FullScale.io, helping you build software teams quickly and affordably. Um, Chris, let's start with, uh, you know, kind of how you got into this business. We've met because of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, helping brands, my agency, Marknology and, and yours, um, helping matchmake a little bit, you know, finding the right, uh, the right agency for the right brands. But let's go back before then. I know you have a lot of agency experience and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, go back as far as you want. Let's start at the beginning sure. and get to know Chris a little bit. Well, sure. Uh, you know, I, uh, I want to go too far back, but, uh, and again, thanks for having me on. I, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. I, I like to talk about this stuff. I actually enjoy the space and um, love to talk about and educate as well. And I think it applies to everybody. So bear with me if I go off uh, on too much of a tangent. But, you know, my background is really 25 years in the ad agency business um, and uh, really from a digital standpoint. So pretty much everything e-commerce. I don't want to get too nerdy, but, you know, uh, a lot of SEO and PPC and Google AdWords. Um, my Interesting fact, uh, my first day at work, uh, I had Mozilla installed, but that week actually Netscape 1.0 had come out uh, and that was installed on my computer. So I left a little gray in my beard for you to prove that, um, that uh, I am a dot-com survivor and uh, and the like. So uh, I have a little, I have a few uh, tree rings, if you will. So no, but, uh, I love it. I love it. And then uh, I've obviously leaned on you. Um, not just as a colleague, but like, you know, to get agency experience and, um, you know, my background doesn't come from an agency, but I've built one, um, you know, so there's learnings on both sides and you bring right. different things to the table. Um, so you've been in it a while in the early days, even, you know, 20 years, 25. Yep. I, I don't want to count. Okay. 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 We won't count, but 20, 25 years. Like I would think, you know, we're at the beginning of the Amazon boom, right? Like, you know, we're in the early years, like, was it the early days then of, you know, people really thinking critically about SEO and investing in Google PPC and things like that? Yeah, yeah. So if you can think of, and I, I, I struggle with a, a direct analogy, but it is the environment in Amazon is very dot com esque right now. It, it's, it's just supernova with COVID and we can talk further about that. Um, but a lot of the things are, are, are similar. So you know, back then you can think of like maybe let's say 2001 post Google launch, right? We really invented SEO and the first pay-per-click ads, you know, and, and that whole thing. And even if you're real optimizing websites and, and then the oncoming of social media and its application and so on and so forth. Well, all of those things are mapping again to Amazon. It's just the rules are a little bit different mm-hmm. um, and it's brand new. 
I love it. Uh, and I've, I've enjoyed being in a space because of its newness and the ability to come in, you know, when I fell in love with e-commerce was a little bit later and, um, what was new, what was new and what was, uh, you know, hadn't been trailblazed. And at least like from where the neck of the woods, I found myself in and, you know, it was like, oh, this is, this is e-commerce, but like a new arena, let's go play. Okay. So, um, you're in the agency world. Let's yep. get, let's get a little bit deeper. Like, so, sure. um, you just working at an agency at that time? Yeah. Well, so, you know, unfortunately, you know, if you, if you're a survivor of that industry, you, you will, you will understand that it's really, it's a young man's game. I, I really worked on just about every kind of brand um, with every size of agency. Uh, it's, you know, bouncing in that, uh, in that career is, you know, frequent. And so uh, I've had a fortunate, you know, to be exposed to, again, just about every industry, every vertical. Uh, I'm here in Cincinnati, not far from KC, uh, but here in, uh, it's, everything is, Procter and Gamble and have worked with them in the past as well. And so what I've saw is about two and a half years ago was that, you know, we, those agencies were doing all of the things that those brands needed, but they weren't addressing Amazon. Um, Amazon just, it was a threat. Uh, it wasn't, we're going to plan for it a little bit later on. Uh, we can't really, don't really understand it. And certainly we can't do the stuff on there that Marknology does. And uh, it stuff's hard. Uh, it's a very hard space. And so what I realized then was that, hey, there's there's this new ecosphere that's grown up um, that you Mark, and, and Marknology lives within. But it's really the wild, wild west. Um, there's fly by night, you know, get rich quick. Uh, and then there's these gems like Marknology that are just doing excellent work. And so um, there's someone that, you know, what I do is I vet those resources. I find out who the best are and when sellers, brands, partners you know need to find out who to to work with to figure this out um i've i i make simply make an introduction uh between the two and so that's what my company in reach does um and we've been doing about for two and a half years now um it's been a long building process we'll, we'll say um but now I, you know i think i am working with the best in the industry and um uh, have a value add there just to kind of guide people uh, and maybe avoid mistakes that that others are making so Chris like I'm always going to you when I need you know I'm looking for someone a, a translating company or even potential hires or um, you know expanding internationally and looking for an agency partner to help us in that way um, you know you've got the connections you know the industry from your perspective, if you're making a guess, you know, I, I think that you've talked to most of the players kind of in our space or know of them. Um, you know, how many how many agencies are there like, you know, a step above or a step below Marknology kind of in this space right now? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, you're trying to get some in, uh, uh, competitive insights from me. No, I mean, just share it as you will. So I'll, I'll share an interesting set. OK, and you, will, you, can, you can share what where you are in that hierarchy okay the largest I'm setting you up i'm setting you up for like a t-ball home uh, run okay. Right here. okay 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 the largest in, uh amazon savvy agency we'll say well it's how it depends on how you define that but a one p agency a agency like marknology has about 135 employees right now okay if you in the ad agency world i mean i'm used there are agencies with thousands of employees obviously so that, that gives you a scale as to you know where we are in the growth of this new universe if that makes sense yeah i think a lot of the people that have taken on this space 
have learned it themselves. Usually yep. the founder of whatever those companies are have, have learned it themselves. And then they either went build my own brand. They went um, build a software because they've like figured it out to do their own stuff. They built a software and they're like, well, that's a lot easier to scale. Um, and I think there's, there's less of us that have gone down the route of servicing others you know, are servicing other brands. And so it's not that there's not that many people that know Amazon, but when you think of it as like three different ways they could go, you know, I know a guy here in Kansas city that, you know, exited for double digits in the millions, you know, from a pr private label brand he built. Um, and I was studying him before I even knew he was here because I liked what he was doing on Amazon. Um, but you know, he, he is an Amazon expert. He doesn't, you know, he's never worked with other brands. Right. So I think that there are those types of people out there that have like learned Amazon pretty well, Yes, um, but they just didn't have the desire to build an agency. Um, and so it's kind of even left of those different routes. You know, maybe there's like a third that are actually in the service in the agency based space. Um, and it's ever growing. You know, I know that the pandemic has like, you know, probably accelerated, uh, you know, agencies focus there as well. Yeah, well, and and again, we could we could talk for hours about how uh, COVID has you know made Amazon go double supernova if that's a thing, um, and and the reaction and, and the business models they're breaking. Uh, you know, you mentioned, for instance, obviously, you know, like you would come from a seller background and grown up, and these are the people that had the keys that knew how to do the unicorns, as I refer to them. You are a unicorn uh, that know how to actually do this stuff and optimize for sales on Amazon. Um, but the point is, is that it, that explosion is also affecting, say, the legal profession or how, you know, uh, or hiring in this space. There are actually you know, HR companies that are devoted to just hiring in this space. Programming, there are, is a unique API. It's actually very, very difficult with no support from Amazon. Um, and I apologize, I'm going to have a, I think I have a uh, siren going by if you can hear it. But um, no. that, that said, uh name it and every aspect of business and never mind the back end of things like the logistics of getting product all over the world which is really what they're disturbing uh you know what really what jeff bezos is is after is he's really the next railroad tycoon and so um but that said that he's breaking models all over and so that's what Enreach does is we I, there's so many shelves with so many things that you know resources that people need and i think i've got you know some of those things filled in for people um but it's very difficult but a huge opportunity for i i would contend almost any business um out there i mean you have to either react to amazon you have to solve for amazon or you have to protect yourself from amazon in some respect i think i think in just about every aspect of of commerce going forward was talking to a manufacturer today uh actually uh, a representative of a manufacturer today and, um, you know, they have a sales team, they have a retail team um, and ask the retail team what they're doing about Amazon. And they said that they haven't thought about it. Um, they haven't thought about it. Their competitors there um, already. And they hadn't thought about it. And their product is probably on Amazon. They just don't know it. There's a couple, you know, so I'll just let that sit there. They haven't thought about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Somebody else did enough to put their product on it for them. But so, yeah, and their competitors doing over a million, you know, 
annually wow. without even really trying from what I looked at. Um, but it's just crazy to me that, you know, in this space that we're living in, um, this time, I guess, not this space, this time that we're living in, um, you know, for brands at a high level to not be at least thinking about mitigating, you know, uh, Amazon, uh, whether they're going to be there, whether they're going to dominate it, whether they're going to protect their brand, it has to have crossed their mind. Right. I mean, it, we, we said you and I sound like we, well, we far drank the Kool-Aid, you know, at this point. And so right. I, you know, I don't want to lose, you know, everyone and say, you know, Amazon, 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 but it, it really is that I, I encourage people, you know, uh, and I, I, at the footer now of everything I send out and communicate with people, I have a short list of like a reading list just to set a context on Amazon. There's a wonderful PBS Frontline uh, that's a two-hour documentary. It came out about seven months ago, and you, you know, just quick Google you can find it, or you can put it in the show notes. Um, but it's just a wonderful overview, and it really, you know, about halfway into that, I think everyone, you know, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> his mission is actually to get humanity off the earth. Yeah. So um, we'll 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 start there. You know, that that's what makes the guy tick, and so. Knowing that um, you, he's going to cover the earth and then, and then beyond. So, well, I love it. Um, I love and hate Amazon. I'll say that publicly. Like, yeah. you know, it's a love-hate kind of relationship. It's the stress in my day, but it's also like, you know, changed my life as far as an entrepreneur and you know what I've been able to do for my family and my team because of Amazon and for all the brands we work with. You know, uh, we've worked with over three hundred. Um, We've taken some of them internationally. You know, we're, we're dominating. Uh, I have one of my accounts dominating in Japan right now, um, which, you know, you, a couple of years ago, that would have never crossed my mind as like something I would be doing, you know, uh, launching a brand in Japan. Um, you know, you, so you, yeah, we, we work together. We know that the next challenge for us, right, is to take a brand that succeeds on the dot com, the U, if you will, the US or the North American marketplace, and then reflect it out you know, into the 14 other, or is it 15 or anyway, number of uh, other marketplaces on Amazon. And then the other marketplaces too, um, really overnight for the first time ever, you know? So if you want like mind blowing, that's, you know, that's one of those, you know, um, it's like, wow, like you can sell now this product as easily across the street as you can. in you know, uh, the Philippines, you know? right. Uh, so no, the I and the easier they make it, the better. We're just getting more global. And it's just, you know, a way to think like not just as an American, but think as a global citizen and just like, you know, as products start being available to everyone and, you know, all these things become universal. It'd be really interesting to see how, um, you know, things change. I think right now, Marknology is in 11, 11 or 12. That's um, fantastic. Of the 15. And so, we need to talk about that, by the way. But yes. Yeah. It, Honestly, it's 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 amazing. It just it, if you start to think about how it's transforming e-commerce and how it's going to just, just trickle down. I mean, obviously now he's taking on pharma. Um, he's you know soon you're going to buy a car. Uh, you know on there actually the car companies. I, I just spoke with one last week, and that they're, they're they're looking for planning for the coming you know because eventually you're going to be able to buy their cars on Amazon. Well, Carvana, um, yeah. So you'll get these ones that come out like Carvana or Warby Parker, which is like. You know, a company that bypassed the needing to go in and get an eye doctor for your, you know, glasses and stuff um, and made it quite a bit cheaper to the consumers. Um, you know, I think these ideas come out like Carvana. Um, and it's just a matter of time. Okay, they've paved the way. Okay, so how do we just like get this onto the marketplace? It's just like a shelf. I know Ford, something interesting. This will just be if there's any Amazon geeks like, you know, tuning in that care about the details of this stuff. Like, 
um, I was talking to Ford Motor Company um, about like their Amazon presence and things like that. And um, they are one of the only companies I've found. And I was, I like was proven wrong in this conversation um, that on their Amazon listings link out to Ford.com. Um, so I've never seen like outbound linking uh, no. at all. And so, you know, I was pretty adamant about that. And then we started doing a little screen share and looking around and um, their trucks link out to Ford.com. Um, so I think there's some partnerships happening there, you know, yeah. that you're talking about. Uh, that, that's, to, like, that's, that's a deep take, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you when you feel like you know this stuff like an expert, and then you get proven wrong. So <laughs> right, right. It's just like, it changes okay. all. It all changes yesterday. You Something know? as simple as a you know an outbound link, but knowing that that's forbidden, you know, as far as like uh, the Amazon Bible goes, you're like, no, there's no outbound links. Don't right, link right. To your website. Don't do any of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think there's going to be some fun stuff. I think real estate's right behind it. Like Zillow has been monetizing, you know, their stuff. Um, they're like a Carvana in that way, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll start selling houses and rentals and then Amazon probably will as well. Well, you know, there is one thing that's interesting and I think it's another way of investing, I think in Amazon, um, you know, going forward for, for others as well is, you know, there was a, a company called Thras, um, uh, T-H-R-A-S dot I-O, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, that about nine months ago uh, got the first or the fastest evaluation to a million or I'm sorry, a fastest evaluation to a billion dollars in U.S. history. Um, and what they're doing is basically buying brands on Amazon and flipping them. Uh, so if you look at a listing on Amazon, again, you don't want to go too nerdy here, um, but you know, there are very few optimized listings on Amazon. An expert like yourself can come by and easily squeeze any listing for a little bit more sales, right? Well, right. what they figured out with, you know, 400 million in backing and capital is that, you know, we're going to just go buy the brands, squeeze them, and then sell them off into, you know, into something greater and then do and rinse and repeat. Uh, that then made them a billion dollar company, you know, virtually overnight. Um, but now, now as a result of that, you, there's the influx of VC capital from the coast, you know, is, you know, is arriving here for the first time ever. And this is all six months old. Right. I, I've been feeling some of that, you know, I've been reached out to by a lot of private equity, uh, firms. I think my count is like six now, you know, <laughs> that are like, are you interested yep. in selling? Yep. Um, you know, I have two more gauging interest um you know and i'm, I'm having those conversations because i want to know what they have to say i want to know what the landscape's like i want to know what's going on um you know i've also um you know had turnover employee turnover uh by some of these agencies that are now getting capital um you know trying to go out and get some talent because you have to learn this you can't go to school for this you know so uh, it's creating some opportunities but some challenges as well i think yep. um so it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. But I do, I do feel like, um, you know, what we do is extremely valuable and, and VC money, um, you know, the coast bringing money to this, to Amazon marketing or Amazon, you know, advertising, whatever you want to put us in a bucket for, um, it's overall driving up, you know, the quality, I think softwares will start improving. I think, you know, we're going to get more tools. We're going to get, um, you know, it seems like every year there's a, something was missing and now we've got it as far as the tool. And um, I, I'm excited, I think, in the long run, what it's going to do for our state. 
Yeah, well, so it's interesting, and if I may, you know, again, not everybody knows or cares about Amazon, but you know, right now I think there's, I forget the stat, is that they've uh, almost got a hundred thousand jobs open. That's not that's not including the, you know, the warehouse stuff, obviously, and that that has its role, and we can argue about salaries and things like that. But we're talking about I think the average uh, salary is about one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars around the world for you know, there's a hundred thousand of those open at Amazon as we speak, not just in Seattle but around everywhere. Now that said, um, I would encourage you if you are on employed right now or if you're um, you know are post covid you found yourself i will speak for instance my neighbor both my neighbors are pilots um and you know after hitting every bump on the way down they are realized they have to reinvent themselves and i would never encourage don't listen don't take this advice but you know th- there are many places to you know play in this area and it's the opposite of what else is happening like in the retail environment i mean all of that is come to amazon and it's the only game in town i, I really hard i i hesitate to go too far because i sound like i'm building into something it's not but it's really hard to understand that he's going to under he's going to own e-commerce right and that, no chris that's why i brought you on the show really is your expertise around this space and you know you're spending all day every day in it and people can hear it from me coming from Marknology, but I think it's good to hear from, you know, other experts in this space that have a passion for it yeah. that really, you know, kind of see it like I do. Um, and I'm the, I'm the Amazon show on Tuesdays, you know, this is when we air. So, um, you know, okay. so we want to talk Amazon, let's get into it. Let's talk about the passion. Okay. I know there's a lot of listeners, um, you know, that have thought about Amazon, whether they're entrepreneurs, they might be brand owners, they might be founders that are like, hey, is Amazon even a thing for us? You know, I was, uh, I got heckled one time at some speaking event I was doing. And I say heckle lightly, but he was just kind of trying to razz me about being in the session. And, you know, he's like, well, I don't, I don't have a brand. And, you know, I was like, all right, let's just pretend like you have a brand. I want to educate you guys a little bit on Amazon. And he's like, well, I'm, uh, you know, I own an electric, electricity company or electrician he's an electrician and um you know as a trade and i said well did you know that you can you know list your list your business on amazon as a trade and he's like you know then his next thing was well no i didn't but like you know we're trying to handle bigger jobs um you know i'm sure like whatever we're getting to install a light fixture uh you know a ceiling fan isn't good you know and i said well you know you can put your junior guy on that crush the job, become a loss leader for you to like do great work with those customers and like, you know, have those customers for life. It's happening automatically just by them ordering the fan and then choosing that they want an installer, you know? So I said all that to say this, just like your neighbors, um, you know, uh, for better or worse, Amazon is creating a lot of jobs or a lot of opportunity for people um, in one way or another. Right. Yeah. Whether it's uh, working at the warehouse, whether it's, you know, um, a more corporate job, whether it's listing your products on there, yeah. um, whether it's finding service based jobs or, you know, growing a company like Marknology that's literally not employed by Amazon, but the jobs are being created because of Amazon. Yeah. And I, yes. And in uh, all of that, and I, I really just, again, even if you're a, I actually have friends that are lawyers that are, you know, because of the types of clients they had, they're actually unemployed lawyers and you know i said you know if you add amazon you now become a unicorn you know and you go from being a commodity on one side of that membrane to being you know an open grass field with the future 
at your at your you know beck and call. Um, so you know I don't want to touch it up. We are talking about Amazon. I understand you're you know, but it it really is uh, phenomenal what's going on. There, there's a company if, if if anybody wants to follow too much, you know, I think my my favorite company, the model. I think that I think this is the first billion dollar company I think that comes out of the trillion dollar company and that would be pattern um, patterns you know a little bit like thrass but they're doing all these other things and they're just it's just amazing uh, what they're doing and it's just a different model and the like but um, and with different backing but these are some of the players that are you know coming out of that you know that ecosphere you know uh, some of the stars that are forming if you will and but it's early it's very right. early no and uh, you know I got super hype with the thrass uh, IPO, oh um, because, you know, as a kind of as a trailblazer, like someone in this space, like I believe in it, I'm super passionate. I'm, I'm nine years in, I've, I, I've been obsessing for nine years. Um, but sometimes you can feel a little bit alone on an Island. You know, that's probably why we've connected so much is like being able to passionately talk about this stuff. Cause there's money involved, yeah. you know, there's a lot of money involved and it gets me excited, you know? And, uh, but with, with Thras coming out and getting the attention of some of the bigger markets and money and things like that, um, just bring a little bit more excitement to the space. And for me, it validated, you know, what I already believed to be a great idea, um, which was to acquire small brands or start small brands like people have known for a while. But um, if you're an agency, you know, just start wrapping them under your umbrella. Um, I'm not sure if we've connected on this, but uh, I bought a small brand uh, two weeks ago. Oh, congratulations! Thank I you. knew you had you already had like a you already had a uh, brand at least a couple of brands, right? Now right. It's just a, it's a I, have, I have an apparel brand, Landlocked, okay. that I founded from the beginning. Had it six years. Um, this is a little Amazon brand that I bought. So, are you gonna? Are you? Can you talk about it or? Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Little Babbler, and um, it's like essentially uh, baby's towels. Uh, with the little hoods, little animal hoods, right? So yeah, you got the little characters on the hoods. And, um, you know, this is just a guy um, that was trying to get out. He has a bunch of different projects going on and was just trying to put his focus in somewhere else. You know, so a great little spot for me to get my foot wet. Um, you know, just, just it comes with, you know, 9,000 in inventory and, you know, a few things like that. But it's essentially for, for Marknology, it's just let's treat it like another client and, you know, go through our checklist of improvements and, and get this thing running. So um, I'm kind of excited. It's a it's a really small move to wrap out the year, um, but it's for me it's a it's a move in the right direction and in in the in the lines of what Thras and Patterns are doing. Well, you and again, we don't want to go too far into the agency model, but I mean, the if you you the, the one could succeed very well and just simply having a good book of business and a nice you know. Um, but when you then turn those tools inward and you get some equity instead of getting paid 5,000 a month in fees and earning, you know, 50,000 for the brand that you're representing, you actually want to buy them and do it yourself. And so it kind of gets to that flipping idea. You don't have to be an agency. You could be simply a capital group. Three friends get together, look, you know, have their eye on a Amazon brand that's kind of languishing. Maybe they with, mark knowledge they can identify those and they invest in them i think that's where we're going to go and where there's going to be a lot of little thrasses around i mean i think it's just going to be like real estate uh, honestly and uh um, i think that's where we're going but and then i would just mention one thing is that you know it's an important moniker other than thras is that it was anchor going public which is uh, a-n-k-e-r which the which is the iphone accessory company who was 
Amazon native, and they were the first Amazon native brand to then have a you know exit as a as at an IPO, which was again like all the dollars you know that just went in the retail environment, which just shrank about what the retail shelf shrank about thirty percent, and maybe although some of that's permanent, all of that advertising dollars just looked over at Thras, and yeah, it's it's game on. So no, it's cool, and I um, I was talking to a distributor. Um, deals in food uh, recently and um, you know I don't know if this is true uh, but you know we like I like theorizing a little bit um, but uh, you know the grocery stores down south like in Florida and these areas like that are talking about um, going to straight pick and pool type grocery stores launching new stores that are pick and pool um, Kroger's things like that where it's you know all your grocery stores are there in bins it's it's automated where they're going picking it up you get a locker out front you show up you grab out of your locker you're getting your groceries um, similar to like you know drive-by or like you know the pickups that they've all kind of gone to during the pandemic but essentially launching new grocery stores with that being the sole purpose right uh, I think is pretty a cool distribution point for human consumption yeah. And I mean, it's, it makes sense. There's no real reason to walk around it, you know? Um, right. Well, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever tried pantry. If you, I mean, if you haven't, I mean, I think just, I just did it cause you know, and it's actually very nice and it ties nicely into your reward points. And it's, you know, if you, if you, again, gamify like, it a little bit. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. If you smoke the Amazon weed, you know, if you smoke all the weed, then it works out really well, you know, and I think they like you to do that. Um, but you know, if you've ever been to a whole foods, I mean, it's, it's interesting and you can see it kind of tying into your Amazon experience. And if, if you don't, if you're in the space and you haven't done that, I encourage it to at least try those things. But, um, and if you don't have an echo, you know, you'll buy one and it just sits there, you know, but, uh, you know, uh, anyway, I, there's a lot of places, you know, I was mentioning earlier that I have friends that are, you know, lawyers, um, that were, uh, unemployed. And I did actually have some, I have a friend that actually started, he was one of the first Amazon plus lawyers, uh, and started, uh, uh, branch of Voris, and if you know that name, if you've been on the receiving end of that name, uh, they're killing it. But they're out there doing the brand protection and firing off, you know, just salvos at people that are, you know, don't are in violation of their distribution agreement or uh, those type of things. And you know, they're now they wear an old stodgy, you know, something something and something agency actually here in Ohio, um, and now are the number one. Amazon lawyer in the world. That's crazy. Um, I want to I want to change topics just a little bit before we do. One more shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, FullScale.io, help you build software teams quickly and affordably. Much like Marknology can help you build on Amazon and get your your shelf space looking amazing. FullScale.io can help you with your you know your software development needs. Great partner, Chris. Um, you know, to any lawyers out there listening that are trying to get into a new space, like I would love to mentor one um or partner alongside with one that's essentially trying to learn what they need to know in the amazon space to then you know kind of go into that they would obviously yeah. have to be wanting to go in but um would love to partner up alongside one um and help See, we're doing business that. right here we're doing right business right here right now so <laughs> yes i yeah. know exactly who you should talk to coincidentally so yes yeah i love it i would love to give someone my knowledge you know we've gotten hundreds of appeals and things like that unsuspended and guided hundreds of sellers through some of those channels and there's always this point where we get to sometimes where we need that lawyer um you know that next level of sophistication but um 
you know, a ton of, a ton of experience in that space and, um, an awesome one for lawyers that are trying to get into something new and, you know, like, uh, either needing to pivot or just want to like tired with what they're doing and want to, want to move. Sure. Sure. You know, uh, so I use that as an example. I'll use one more example and that's the hiring spot, uh, place. Uh, you may know this. Um, I want to circle back on it with you, but I actually just found this out. It turns out that the wellspring of skills and knowledge in this space is coming from the Philippines. In fact, the Filipino government has come down and with grants to people for to shift. We typically was the VA, the quote, you know, your virtual assistant level, but they've actually shifted to Amazon skill sets. So you can get your FTEs, your full-time employees uh, out of the Philippines. And I know for a fact, and now I, I just discovered this, that some of the made larger agencies in this space have about half their employees out of the Philippines. Yep. And it, and it's, that's the only place you can find people. Um, fullscale.io is actually, um, you know, here in Kansas city and, and in the Philippines. Um, oh, there so, we go. yeah, uh, Cebu city, you know, it's like the Silicon Valley. Um, out there and just full of talent just american companies have been um you know training working with them for years and years and years and that's just kind of created that that environment that's perfect yeah yeah you know the number one uh english speaking you know native english speaking uh highly you know educated uh, the system and and but again like even the the government is realizing that they should encourage a virtual workforce before all of this and now obviously you know they're and and i i if I may, a uh, quick rant is that, you know, our university system and our knowledge and Amazon, even themselves, really doesn't even have a quote unquote developer program per se or a community. You know, I think they're woefully neglect. They could really turn a lot of people, you know, reach skill or upskill people uh, much better than they are now. Um, but I encourage you, if you're out there and you want to, you have that opportunity, you're looking for the new thing. You know, just put an Amazon label on it and it, it'll be gold. <laughs> I can't disagree. Um, you know, Chris, let's let's wrap up the show the next 15 minutes or so. Let's talk Please. about um, two things. I want to talk about where you think, um, you know, Amazon is going into 2021, you know, outside of the thrasses and the agencies grabbing up some brands because there's still a whole lot of brands that won't be part of that. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I want to talk about, um, well, let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start with that. Um, you know, looking into 2021, we're wrapping up December, like we're wrapping up Q4. January's still busy on Amazon as far as, you know, my, my experience tells me that January's still very busy. Um, you know, what should agencies be thinking about or what should companies be thinking about? Uh, and where do you think the spaces go? Well, the first question is companies should be thinking about, in most cases, getting their stuff on Amazon, you know, getting up there, participating in the Amazon, getting data, uh, getting sales and from getting reviews um, and honing their, what they think, you know, there's all, you can always shine that apple a little bit more and revisiting that uh, and using and make sure that someone, your agency or you has the expertise of doing all that. Because if you do that properly, then you are ahead of the game versus everyone else and you've solved for Amazon. So what was the second question? Okay, so, so just, just to hammer hammer on that one a little bit, sure. um, what to what their hesitations? What if they don't believe that their profit margins are, are ready for Amazon or that you know they don't have a product that's good for Amazon? Um, to those kind of like hesitant brands um, you know, that are scared of Amazon, 
what's a piece of advice you'd give them to kind of help them get over that hurdle and onto the next step? I mean, I, I guess it would just educate myself. I mean, I, I would start, I literally start with that frontline video. I mean, I think it just spells out the new world that's, that's happening right now. And if you, that's, uh, that's a fact. And so now you have to react to that as a company. And I think I would encourage to look deep and realizing that I don't, you know, I don't know where you're selling your product, but if it's on a retail shelf, if it was on a retail shelf, it needs to be on Amazon. And if it, you know, if it's a B2B product that's sold, you know, by the bulk or, you know, as a 50 pack in a B2B environment, that distribution network is going away and you need to be on Amazon, you know, Amazon business. Um, so it, I don't, I don't know if I'm saying the no, question I just, I just, this is more I Amazon, to, I guess. I don't know. That's no, the answer always, right? More Amazon. I wanted to say you there because like, you know, um, I think that one of the biggest things is that these, these companies, these brands, manufacturers, they have systems, they have distributors, they have sales teams, they have retail teams, they have complexities, right? Um, but I think the opportunity cost for not having someone with wisdom, whether it's me, whether it's Chris, whether it's an outside force, like whether it's, you know, bringing them in and talking to them about your business, about your, you know, about the future for your business on Amazon, even if it's to just protect it and mitigate against it. Um, the opportunity cost of not getting that knowledge is, um, you know, for a lot of business, I think it will be the end of their business. Um, you know, if they're not looking at Amazon um, in some way or another, they can't ignore it. Right? It's the most um, important business decision you will make. Even if you're, I mean, I, I talked to a lot of uh fourth generation manufacturers they have four thousand products their family business never did anything in the 2000s so they have yet to do anything in commerce because they were fine with their old distribution network well guess what <laughs> and so uh uh you know those are the types of situations so even the small sellers the large sellers even the big brands even procter and gamble's trying to figure it out right um and if you can help them in some way or bypass them and something you, you the, the the playground is level now so you, theoretically you could come up with a better product than the gillette razor and launch it on amazon and out distance them in sales on that and put yourself as an acquisition target at four or five or ten x exit on that really within you know overnight theoretically so we love we love amazon for anyone listening uh sorry. and you know, we are passionate about it, but it's like, it's an authentic passion. That's legitimately like, you know, it's like a doctor knowing you have a tumor and trying to tell you like, you have a tumor, let me take it out, you know? Um, right, right. And sorry if that's all color, but my point being it's serious. And, um, you know, as a business consultant and Amazon consultant, another person that helps brands find that it's like, you, you need to get the information. You need to go in for a checkup. You need to figure out what's going on. Um, real, real quick, you'd mentioned, yeah. you know, I, I encourage this as a, you know, if you, if you're, you know, if you're not ready to meet an agency or make that step, you know, go and find, or I'll help you find, you know, three or four agencies and go have them, you know, pay them five grand a piece to go out and say, I'm looking for, you know, evidence, you know, what's my comp competitors doing? What is, what's this category look like? What should I be doing? And give me your top 10 list of things you would do. Okay. And then when you run out of hours, just send me it. Okay. That right there is probably the best research you could probably ever do. People, they, people pay Gardner, you know, millions of dollars for that kind of research to make an educated decision. And so now you've got best at worst, you've got maybe three plans that match up and some other ideas. 
And then you worked with those agencies, you vetted them, you know who you like, and you know you go off on your relationship from there with much, much better knowledge. It's stuff like that. And I encourage also everybody just to keep reading and learning about Amazon more and more. Follow shows like this, uh, awesome blogs out there and, and thought leaders in this space. And because the more you learn, the more you can speak and see the opportunity that is right here. Yeah, I got, you guys heard it, Chris Freiberger. One last question, Chris. Um, I think we will on the flip side of that. Okay. Like you've been in this space two and a half years. Um, I know you've given me some guidance, some coaching. Um, you know, what are some things that brands or manufacturers should look out for if they're talking to an agency and they don't talk to you that's already been vetted out? Like, let's try to give them some tips, like not from me, um, sure. you know, that, that some of these agencies, um, you know, that are helping brands or consultants. We talked about being the wild west. What are some of them doing wrong? Um, and how can these brands make sure they get the right partner? Yeah. So, you know, when choosing an agency, it's, it's, it's much like choosing a life partner. Um, and it feels very much like that. So, you know, at the very, you should like their work. You should like them because you're going to be working very close to them. And there should be a layer of trust there, obviously in their expertise. Right. Um, it should have category knowledge that's relevant to yours and they should obviously have demonstrated that in the space and again most of these agencies are young uh it that is i don't want to say immature but in the sense that you know they do they have the processes in place do they have the tools in place to interact are they are they good at project management um do you know can you talk to their uh you know clients and ask them about like what's your account manager like? And, you know, those type of things, because it is very much like a marriage. I, it takes, I'm in the middle of all of that, trying to introduce people, you know, and wine and dine them to, to marry. And, um, and it, those are some of the questions I would ask to, you know, to make sure that, um, and, and vet them, you know, what do their peers think about them? What, what do their clients think about them? Um, do your homework. Yep. Do your homework. I think you heard it on both sides of it. It's do your homework. Um, but it's too costly not to. Um, and you know, I'm excited, Chris, I think I'm going to have you on the show multiple times in 2021. There's just going to be a lot to talk about. Um, I know we're wrapping up the year and there's a lot of like moving parts. I think some of those things will stop moving and, you know, it'll be exciting to talk about them. Um, you know, you've been leading, uh, the way as far as information with me in regards to like, you know, the mergers and the wrap ups and what agencies are going to roll into what agencies and, um, you know, who's going to be standing when the dust clears. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think it's going to be, um, you know, pretty exciting. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, uh, for you guys to know, I have all of Chris's information in the show notes. So I've had them up on screen for everybody that's tuned in live. Um, you can find them at inreach.com. Um, Chris has been in the media space, the advertising space for 25 plus years. He's been in the Amazon space for, um, you know, several years as well. And, um, greatly well known, um, you know, by us in the agency space as being someone that's that's well connected. So if you guys have any questions around Amazon, um, and don't want to come to me directly, you know, at Marknology, reach out to Chris, you know, he, he'll probably recommend Marknology as well. You know, give you a couple others as well that are that are good agencies. And, um, you know, I, I as an agency owner have never had an issue with that, because I believe, um, you know, our recommendations or, you know, our roadmap for a brand will match up, um, you know, very closely with anyone else's. Like if you know what you're doing in this space, you know, they match up and uh, it's really about at that level, it's like, what's the best fit for you culturally and, you know, who's going to be the best team. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would thank you again. Um, 
thank you to Startup Hustle and awesome. And I, I am starting to go through the archive and, and it's good stuff. Um, thank you to Andrew as well. And I, I'd offer to help anybody out there uh, with any uh, aspect of Amazon. But moreover, I really encourage you to come further into the space and you know drink drink more Kool-Aid, I guess. So. <laughs> drink, drink more of the Kool-Aid. Thanks again to our sponsor, Fullscale.io. Uh, Chris, we'll talk soon. This won't be the last time. See you later. Thanks so much. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. Like we do it.